Hello, everybody, and welcome to our top 10 movies of the year episode of the podcast. I'm Sam. With me always is my sub-host, co-host, and whatever you want to call him. It's Steele. I prefer the term pro-host, but, you know, whatever works. That's me, Steele Mitchell. Uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Top whatever 10 movies gets, 2018. Get whatever hyped. gets us through your top 10 list faster, because we know you mm-hmm. don't know how to rate movies or judge them at all. You know, to be fair... I'm not even confident in this list, so... We're very unqualified, but I am fully confident in my list, unlike Steele, who doesn't have the nerves to commit. Yeah. It's all right, It's too bad. But you know what? Getting into this list, we didn't see a fair amount of movies this year, at least for my list. I haven't seen A Star is Born, Vice, Searching, Roma. Uh, I haven't seen Unsane, and I have not seen some other stuff that, if it's not in here, you know what? I probably haven't seen it. So, what have you seen? Haven't seen this year's deal? Uh, a lot of similar ones to you, actually. A Star Is Born, Searching, Vice, and Roma. I haven't seen any of those. Uh, I haven't seen Mandy, which I was very interested in. Um, also, The Old Man and the Gun and The Sisters of Rome. These are two more. But yeah, uh, there's definitely other things on here that would make my top 10 list. I just haven't seen them. I am not aware of them at the moment. Like Sierra Burgess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I haven't seen Sierra Burgess. But Number one, baby. I have seen Holmes and Watson, so I've finally been able to round out my top 10. And it's number one, baby. It might um, be. Spoilers. Uh, so, Steele, do you want to go first? Uh, we're, what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about our I just, you know, list off some honorable mentions and then uh, go into our 10 through 6, switch it up, and then 5 through 2, switch it up, and then number 1, of course. That's just our rough outline. Yeah, we copied it from the Schmoes now. You probably know them. You probably know Schmoes. Um, so, still, you want to start it off here? Go for your honorable mentions. Yep, I've got three honorable mentions, and that's not to say that there aren't other movies that deserve honorable mentions. There were a bunch, but these are the ones that I think uh, really could have made it onto this top 10 list the most. Uh, number one is going to be Overlord. Okay, Overlord very nice. Uh, it was a fun romp through a zombified World War II. Uh, it was a very, very unique movie. Blends elements from a whole bunch of genres. And it was honestly one of the most wild rides I got this whole year. So Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it. I'm kind of disappointed. What's your next honorable mention? Next honorable mention is going to go to Bumblebee, something I just saw recently. Ooh, we just saw that. Um, yeah, and I actually did toy with putting this low on the list for a little bit because I really, really enjoyed this movie. This is, without a doubt, my favorite Transformers movie. It has a lot of heart, and I think even like the action is probably the best of the franchise. Uh, great movie. Loved it. Yeah, and- good to hear. Last one, Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Um, Ooh, didn't even get a chance to see it. Yeah, we didn't have it very long, but uh, it was very, very tense. One of the tensest movies I've seen. Um, I can see how its messages can be interpreted uh, poorly, so that kind of kept it off my list a little bit. But it was very intense and a uh, great thriller. Okay, yeah, I, I like that pick. What are your honorable mentions? So my honorable mentions are, number one, uh, Game Night. 
Okay. I, I really I really enjoyed Game Night. I thought it was a pretty good comedy, considering I didn't expect anything going into it. I feel like the cast is uh, pretty star-studded. I think they all uh, hit pretty well. There's some great comedy, comedic bits in there. You know, just didn't, didn't have that extra oomph to put it in that top 10. Right, yeah. I really enjoyed that movie, too. It's, uh, it's in my top 20, for sure. Uh, next up is a documentary on Amazon that you probably haven't heard of. It's called Minding the Gap. Okay. Yeah, I just seriously recommend it. It's about how these uh these kids who skateboarded and how it brought them together and how it's kind of breaking them apart, but they stay together like as they're growing into adults, how stuff has brought them apart, yet skateboarding kind of keeps them together. It's all about that, you know. I really enjoyed it. Uh Yeah, and then the camera kind of turns on the person making the documentary and it's really kind of interesting. Uh next up is uh Isle of Dogs. Ooh. I know I know I know it's going to let you down, but I love dogs for me. I really enjoyed it. Again, this top list of mine I of movies are just my favorite of the year. I love dogs, definitely one of them. Just barely missed the missed the uh list. Definitely would recommend it. I feel like he's on point. Uh what's the director's name? Wes something Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. I feel like Wes Anderson's really on point here and if you don't like a Wes Anderson movie, you're not going to like this, but I really enjoyed it near the end. I just felt like the beginning was a bit lacking. Wasn't too invested in it. Uh and well, then finally mentioned it. What's that? Glad you at least mentioned it. I did. Uh finally Creed 2. I really okay. didn't expect anything out of this at all because the first Creed was really good, uh but the sequel kind of looked trash. Uh, it drags in the middle for sure, but that ending and uh, those fight sequences at the end and sort of near the middle, it just makes the movie for me. Uh, it's really just uh, an intense nail-biter of a movie to see in the theater. Yep. All good picks. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Um, I think we should both mention that we both really liked Solo. I don't know if it's going to appear in yours or not, but for me, I'm going to throw in an extra honorable mention for Solo. There you go. Even out to four. Super underrated, so. Go for your number 10, Seal. My number 10 is a movie that you didn't see, but I told you to see it, but you didn't see it. I mean, we didn't have it for very long. Bad Times at the El Royale. Ooh, didn't get to see it. Now, this movie honestly would have been top five if it wasn't so damn long. It's a long movie, but it is very intriguing, very intense. Every character is extremely well fleshed out. The cast is star-studded, and... I, I honestly had a great time in the theater watching this. Uh, it is a shame that it's so slow because it's kind of hurting its rewatch value for me. But I absolutely loved every performance, every character playing off of each other. And uh, it's just a really intriguing movie. I would highly recommend yeah, it. It, really well it, seemed like, it seemed like it had a, uh, a great cast there. I definitely wanted to see it, didn't get around to see it. But apparently you enjoyed it, so I think I'll eventually check it out. Sounds good. And Chris Hemsworth's performance is, it's, it's fantastic. He's having so much fun in this. It's, it's great. It's because he's so happy he's not playing Thor. Yeah, he is. He doesn't have to get all dressed up in weird armor. What's next up for you, uh, Steel? For me. Annihilation. Ooh, uh, didn't get to see it. Yeah, there were some things on this list that I was like, man, I really, really want to rewatch some of these before I make this list, and I didn't do any of them. But Annihilation was the one that I really needed to rewatch because it's got such, it's got an ending that kind of changes your perspective on the whole thing. One of those kind of movies. And it's, oh man, 
at first I wasn't feeling it when I was watching in the theater. I was like, yeah, this is okay. It's kind of a, you know, a neat little going into this weird portal thing and there's some monsters and stuff. It's like, whatever. But the ending really solidified it as one of the best for me. It, it was, oh man, it blew my mind and the score is intense. The style, like the way it's shot is like very bright and kind of grating and creates the sense of uneasiness. Um, all the performances I thought were good. And yeah, overall, really, really good sci-fi. What a solid pick. Mm-hmm. Number eight, you had in your honorable mentions, Creed 2. Ooh. I'm a big fan of the Rocky franchise. I watched all of them after watching this movie because I hadn't seen all of them, but I watched all the rest. And um, Creed was one of my absolute favorite movies of whatever year it came out. I think 2015. It was Something like that. I think it was my number two at the time because of Star Wars. Um, but Creed is a great movie, and this had a very, very high bar to hit, and I think they did it. Um, a lot of it is very similar to Rocky Two, and it's very similar to Creed One. It's kind of a blend of those two movies, but it does have it has like a heart that really works. And I think what makes this movie is Ivan and Victor Drago. Without them this movie would not have been half as entertaining. They're great, great villains. Some of the best villains of the year, for sure. Yeah, I uh, totally agree with you with that point. Uh, I really liked it as well. I just felt like the middle half sort of dragged uh, a little long for me, which kind of dragged down the rewatch value for me. But it's definitely a great theater experience, especially for 2018. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat in that final fight. I think I was shadow boxing the audience. I don't know (laughs) if you saw me, but I was kind of ducking and weaving. Uh, It's a beautifully shot movie, too. Great score in there. I definitely agree with that. Great placement there. Yeah, the end for me, or sorry, the middle for me didn't drag, I don't think, as much as it did for you. I was alone, though, so I didn't have anyone else to enjoy it with me. That's true. Uh, All right. Number seven, Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, nice, nice. Nice pick. Mission Impossible is an interesting franchise. It's one of the few franchises that has been getting better as it goes along. And this one is probably the best. Um, I There's hardly a moment that is dull in this movie. There's so much to like. All the characters are likable and they carry you in between instant action sequences, which let's be honest is what you're really there for. Uh, my favorite action sequence is the Halo jump. I think that that scene is incredibly intense. Uh, but there's other ones. The bathroom fight, the helicopter chase, uh, the motorcycle chase. It's got one of the best motorcycle chases ever, which is, you know, hard to make a motorcycle chase unique. But they do it. And uh, Tom Cruise keeps on keeps on keeping on in these things. And I don't know if they're ever going to top this one, but looks like they're going to keep going forever. So well, I would have. Maybe, maybe. You know, this was a great movie. Uh, best action movie of the year, for sure. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, you know, this might be, you know, we'll talk about it later. Okay. You know, it might make my top ten, who knows? Oh, maybe, maybe. Got it. We'll move on quick. Number six. Uh, this one I'm like 99% sure is on your top ten. Uh, Paddington 2. Paddington 2, baby. Woo, we love Paddington. Uh, uh, we haven't seen the first Paddington, at least I haven't. But I went into this movie because I had heard that it was fantastic. And it really was, but not quite in the way I was expecting. It's just, honestly, a pure, wholesome movie. And, gosh, Paddington going to jail was just an inspired decision. Whoever decided that, probably who 
whoever wrote this thing. Absolute genius. That was, man, that was perfect. Paddington is such a good dude. It's just a movie about a good dude interacting with other people and making them better. And uh, I don't know, man. It was so long ago. It was like in January. I don't remember it as much as I did. But I would love to watch this again. And I would say show this to every kid in the world. It's great. Yeah, I totally uh, agree with you there. I definitely think the word to go with there is inspired because uh, down from the, down to the shots, the style, just the look of it all, it oh, yeah. all feels very uh, inspired just to give you that feeling of wholesomeness. Uh, and I think going into it, we didn't expect anything. We saw it at like a 9 a.m. showing or something. It was early. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we dragged our friend who's really unmotivated and he left it. He loved it. We all loved it. Yeah. Uh, it was really a surprise hit to me. Yeah, this movie totally could have placed higher on my list. A lot of them beyond this point are fairly interchangeable. Um, and yeah, just such a great feels good movie. Yeah, I totally agree. Your turn. Uh, ooh, my turn. Uh, yeah. Let's see, coming in at number 10 for me uh, is, is uh, let's see, it's Solo. Ooh, okay, okay. Honestly, I understand why people don't like it. Kind of not really, but I really just, this, it's, it's just exactly what I was looking for. I was looking for a fun space heist movie and it's exactly what I wanted. I understand, again, I understand if you didn't enjoy it or I understand the critiques about it, but I just found myself enjoying the ride so much. I even saw it twice in theaters, and I think it got better on the second watch. Yeah, it did. Uh, it did. Yeah, comparatively, I saw Deadpool 2 twice. I think, Steel, you did too? No, I only saw that once. Okay, I saw Deadpool 2 twice, and I was really unmotivated the second time. I was dragging the entire time. Solo, it just, you know, it keeps hitting the action beats, keeps hitting it. I think Alden Ehrenreich also does an amazing job in there uh, playing Han Solo. Just an overall very fun, very fun uh, I think it, it's a pretty good movie. Very yeah. fun movie. Yeah, I think Alden uh, nailed it by not necessarily copying Harrison Ford and doing his own thing. And um, it's it's a blast of a movie. It's very fun. I'm excited for it to come out on Netflix so I can watch it again. Yeah, I uh, I definitely can't wait for that. Next up at number nine, I have a movie that you didn't see. Oh, Eighth boy. Grade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot about that. I felt very lukewarm about this one uh, going into the list, and I literally just switched it with Solo. But every time I think about it, uh, it just makes it go up. It's just so, sort of like a little slice of life from what, like, what's eighth grade like now with the technology and all that uh, and the social implications of that. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's just a little, little slice of life there, and there's some good acting in there from non-actors, which is uh, pretty cool. But I feel like the overall message of the story really really kind of stuck out to me and just found it to be very very great all right yeah i um actually should i'm just gonna add that to my to watch list right now because i think it should be on there yeah it's not everyone's cup of tea but it definitely like grew on me the more i thought about it right a good is it like a like a coming of age type movie yes it is yep Fan of those. Just finding your place in the world, man. Uh, number eight, Avengers Infinity War. Ooh. Probably lower on the list than you expected. 
Um, I know that you did not like it as much as I did. See, I left the theater and I felt kind of persuaded by your guys' opinions. And I really just got around to thinking about it. It's, It's a great movie. For sure. Don't get that wrong. I think it's a marvel. <laughs> oh, he's done it again. I think it's a marvel how they uh, fit all these characters together, how they interweaved all their stories, and they didn't make it feel like it dragged. I just felt like going back to it. I didn't really didn't really want to go back to it. I'm like, that's a nice movie to watch once, and then oh. I just... It was like four bucks on Black Friday, and I didn't feel motivated at all to see it. And I feel like a great movie should have my motivation to at least pick it up right yeah i don't know it's just uh i definitely agree why everyone loves it and why everyone enjoys it it's a great movie i just didn't feel like it hit that high mark as it did for others okay yeah um for me which of course we may or may not get to later um i've watched it like three times maybe four now um it has a lot of rewatch value for me, despite the long runtime. Usually, long runtimes keep me away, but this one hasn't. Okay, interesting Mark. to know. I'm sure we'll talk about it later on. Maybe, maybe. So, number seven, I have a movie that we both loved leaving, uh, and then you kind of you kind of moved it lower as the year progressed. Do you remember what it was? Uh, are you talking about Love Simon? I'm talking about Love Simon. Ah, I knew it. <laughs> Uh, Love, Simon, for me, it hits it on all pars, and I think it's a real great message that needs to be shared, and I think it's a great coming-of-age tale, especially for the times we're in right now. Uh, I feel like the comedy was really great in there. Uh, I'm not really sure if it has a lot of rewatch, kind of just because it. a lot of it, uh, the second time around, I kind of picked up on the cliches of it all, but okay. I think, but definitely, like, this made me cry. Like, there was yeah. a scene in here that like made me start to tear up so i gotta give it to it uh it's just a great ride little little slice of life you know uh just a guy trying to get through life kind of deal with this issue or uh this decision he has to make and uh it's just i just feel like what they were going for they hit it nailed it right on uh right on the target yeah um yeah no i still really like this movie but i have moved it down because the one thing like you know I hate bullies in movies, and they do a pretty bad one here. Um, there were also a bunch of like kind of fake outs that kind of bothered me a little bit the more I thought about it. But yeah, but that's, that's definitely affected it on rewatch. The bully fake outs—that's what kind of dragged it down a little more for me. Yeah, but um, it was like it—it it is very charming, and um, it's definitely funny. It's definitely got a lot of heart, and yeah, it definitely deserves a place on your list. I respect that. It's an important movie, too. Important step forward. Yeah. I mean, even if you take away the message there, I think it's just a great coming-of-age movie in general. Yeah, it's, it is. It's got a lot of that those uh, really great high school coming-of-age elements in it. Oh, of course. Number six, I have Won't You Be My Neighbor. Ooh. Anything, yeah, from, here, anything from here on is just... I think it's a great movie. So just to say that one's over the other, uh, except for one in general, but like, except when you're comparing all these, you got to know that these are so close that they're just all great movies. Right. But yeah, number six, won't you be my neighbor? Uh, I didn't really, I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't, 
I didn't know it'd be so interesting. Like a lot of it, you leave the theater and you just have this feeling of hope. Like it introduces all these ideas like, oh, you know, it's going to, you know, this TV show, it's changed lives. And then they even introduce that Fred Rogers has all these doubts about his, if he's doing the right thing or as if, if it's even working or if there's even any good in the world at all. And it kind of just comes full circle to like, uh, what's happening today. And I think it's a really, uh, really great story that a lot of people need to hear in this time of, you know, kind of, kind of scariness. Yeah. It's very heartwarming. It's definitely one of the most, um, I think uplifted is probably a good word. I felt leaving a movie. Yeah. I yeah. Only- I definitely, I felt great. Yeah. I, I haven't included it in my list because of it being a documentary. Well, that so. sucks. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely great. I would highly recommend it, especially to anyone who's interested. Yeah, uh, I think that's on to your number five. But yeah, I won't you be your neighbor? Definitely a highlight of the year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, on to your five, man. All right. Um, number five. I got A Quiet Place. Ooh, okay. Yeah, not sure if this is coming up on yours or not. We'll see, we'll see. But, um, man, this movie, this theater experience was one of the best I've had because what happened was we went into the theater. It was like opening weekend. I don't think it was opening night. It was opening weekend. And it was packed. It was like it was pretty much filled. And the manager comes into the theater and he's like, all right, everybody, I need you all to be very, very quiet, especially for this movie, because if you talk, you will ruin it. And so the whole, like, atmosphere of the theater was, like, if someone made a noise, they were dead. They got killed. And that was a blast to do. Um, The scares work really well in this movie. I like that it is essentially a monster movie. I love monster movies. Like, I have a big soft spot for those. The performances are really, really good by everyone in here. Um, Just the use of sound is so good. It makes for such great scares. I'm so surprised that nobody thought of this before. But it works so well, especially in a claustrophobic, tight-knit family setting like this was. And um, just a really, really good movie. Uh, short, sweet. I could watch this again many times. Totally agree. And I think that its shortness definitely plays to it because it didn't feel drawn out at all. Right. Uh, I was invested the whole way. The thing that dings it uh, probably for me is that I didn't get the theater experience, but I yeah. wish I did, but I felt like I got that at home pretty well. Yeah, it is unfortunate, but if you're watching it, I feel like you could get the same sort of thing if you're watching it with people. I definitely think it's a good like date night movie for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, your date will be a little scared, but it's also not gonna like scar you. You're, you know, you're it's not, not gonna, gonna ruin. Scared. It's not gonna ruin your night. Right. Yeah, a really fun monster movie. Yeah, totally agree. All right, number four. Um. This one got shifted around a bit. Uh, man, do I even want to put this at number four? Hold up. I've been reordering my list as we've been going, kind of. I might, I might change this, actually. Uh, I'm going to go Avengers at number four. Infinity War okay, is Avengers. Okay. to number four. Um, but then I literally just moved that. So these top four are interchangeable as heck. Uh, Again, these top movies, some of the best of the year. It's really hard to list them out. Yeah, it is. Um, Avengers was, I, oh man, it was an emotional ride. It was funny. 
it was action packed. It was cool. It was sad. And the the risk they take at the end of this movie, I think, is going to be one of the most memorable in movie history. People are going to look back on this thing, and it's going to be a big deal, I'm sure, in the future. Um, somehow, the best of the three Avengers movies, even with them cramming in so many new Avengers, unfortunately, I don't think you could follow this at all if you didn't have at least a little bit of context. Like Apparently, apparently, I was talking to my friend today, and she had... She hadn't been caught up for Marvel in years, and she she was okay with it. Really? Okay. See, that's interesting because I don't obviously have that context to compare to. I so. think you can follow it very loosely. Right. You, yeah, you just have to accept that there's a million superheroes that are going to show up at different times. Yeah, it's not accessible, but it's still uh, it's still watchable if you haven't been introduced at this point. All right. Well, that's good to hear. Um, I like that every character stands out. Every character holds their own and um, all of them, they don't necessarily have arcs in this movie and they don't necessarily need them except for Thanos, Thanos, Thor and Tony, I suppose. But it was really, it was just a wild, wild ride of a movie. And like I said, I've watched it four times now. I'm pretty sure. And I love it. I could watch it again right the heck now. I totally agree. Except Mm -hmm. that it's lower on my list. That's the only thing I don't agree with. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right, number three, recently moved. Unsane. Unsane. I yeah. said, I didn't get to see this one. Tell me. Yeah, it's it's on Prime. You should definitely check it out. Um, yeah. Unsane was at the top at one point, too. Let me tell you. So, yeah. Oh, man, this movie, look, I the iPhone gimmick is weird, for sure. Um, the whole thing is shot on an iPhone, and... The first couple of minutes really feel like it. It's weird. I, I was like, oh, oh, this is going to be distracting. But then but then the movie commits to something. It commits to this crazy premise that it's crazy, but it also seems plausible. Like it could totally happen. And you don't know if she is being followed by this guy or if she isn't. You don't know what's real and what's not because she's in a mental institution. So you, do we trust the main character or do we trust the supporting characters? And Oh man, it's so intense. Uh, the way they go with it is not necessarily the most interesting route they could have taken, I think, but it is fairly interesting. Um, nobody is necessarily strictly a good person in this movie. You know, there's a lot of lines that get crossed, and it's a lot of gray area stuff that's going on here. Uh, very intense, very very fast paced. It's short, which helps. We love that. Um, all shot on iPhone, but you forget it was, which I think is you know saying something it's a very impressive feat that they pulled off so yeah i loved it yeah i didn't get to see it i can't wait to see it yeah i just wish i had gone to it in the theaters it has a terrible looking poster so like that oh. turned me off really. i don't want to see that but yeah it was super oh, good good to know i guess yeah anyways number, number two. two all right this one might be the heartbreaker you ready oh no Spider-Man into the No! (laughs) It's a close number two, though. Let me tell you. Number one, number two could be... They're very, very close here. Uh, I did not see this coming. Yeah? Yeah. Let me... We'll explain this later. We'll explain when we get to number one. But Into the Spider-Verse is... It has such a unique animation style that I think just works for Spider-Man. I don't know why that animation style hasn't been used before, but I'm glad that it's been saved for this, I suppose, if that makes sense. 
uh, Miles and Peter, they have such a great relationship. I love that Peter is now in the mentor position. He's never really been in that in any Spider-Man movie before. And I like that he's older, but he's still like kind of in his prime at the same time. And uh, there's just some great lessons that Miles learns along the way. And then all the other Spider-Men, especially uh, I really liked Spider-Man Noir by uh, Nicolas Cage. I think that was brilliant casting. Uh, the one thing that stood out to me um, way more than I expected it to was the score in this movie. The score is fantastic. The soundtrack's really good, too. And there's just so many elements that worked. The action is great. This is one of the best. It has some of the best action scenes of the year, and it's an animated movie. It's really rare for animated movies to have that. I could see a million of these. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm going to save my thoughts because you know it's on my list somewhere. Yeah, But, you know, I'm going to save my review for later on. But I I totally agree with what you're saying. All right. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Is it the best Spider-Man movie? It's... It's got to be either... It, it might be the best. It's for sure. No, it's, it's the best. See, I'll watch it again. And then we'll get back to that. Okay. Uh, am I at number five now? Yep. You're going five yeah, through two. Okay. Number five, Mission Impossible. Ooh, a little higher than me. Yeah. Uh, this series just gets better and better, man. I really dug all the action sequences. And I think... I think I like to really rate movies on did it go out and set like did it go out with a goal and did it get that goal and I think uh, it definitely achieved that goal in so much more. I think there are a lot of memorable action sequences here that people are going to remember for a long time. You say the halo jump. I say uh, the bathroom scene. I wasn't really a huge fan of the last kind of helicopter action sequence, uh, but everything other than that, the twist, the turns, uh, even the motorcycle chase, which I really don't like in most movies, uh, is really on point. I think there's something to love here uh, that everyone's going to enjoy. And I just think it's a extremely fun action movie just in its base level, even if you don't enjoy how, other, how great it's shot, how great it's acted, and how it just somehow gets better and better each in the series. And that's why it makes my number five. Yeah. I can't really argue with any of that. Um, I think that it's definitely one of the best action action movies that's come out this year. And it's, it's one of those things where like Transformers fans will see it and people will also see it as like a form of art because of how well it's shot. It's just a great blend of everything, you know? Yeah. I definitely agree with all those points, but moving on to number four, uh, black Klansman. Ooh, didn't quite make Uh, it. You didn't even make your honorable mentions. No, it would have been the next next up, but I don't want to have that many honorable mentions. <laughs> Dang, I I really enjoyed this movie. I felt like the political message at the end was a bit on the nose, but then again, we're at the point where we just need to make the message super obvious. And right. I think, much like uh, "Sorry to Bother You," you got to make something really obvious for people to get. Because I, you know, I knew I knew I understood it, but Spike Lee wanted to make sure everyone in the audience understood it as well i think it's beautifully acted there's some great comedy here and i was fully invested throughout this entire movie it felt like it moved at a pretty good pace yet i haven't seen it on a rewatch yet just because i haven't gotten it at my house uh i definitely love all the leads here i love how it shot everything about it it's just a really enjoyable movie with a great message behind it 
Yeah, uh, I I agree with pretty much everything you're saying. Um, it just barely didn't make my top ten on my IMDb list. It's at number thirteen. Um, okay, it was very close. Um, it dragged for me a little bit though, is why it's not up there. Um, okay, yeah, and um, I might notice that on rewatch, just on the first time in the theater, I didn't notice it. Yeah, it is hilarious. It is very very entertaining. Um, a great drama, and the ending worked for me a lot. I remember thinking that, like, I was actually kind of scared <laughs> after watching the ending, which is, it's, yeah, it worked for me after I thought about it. It was a little iffy at first, but, yeah, a really yeah. good movie. Yeah. Moving on to number three, A Quiet Place. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't get the theater experience for this one, but I felt all the horror sitting at home. I think John Cranston did a great job here writing and really uh, playing with the elements, which is sound. Uh, you're really just at the edge of your seat the entire movie because most of it is just silent. Every little creak in the floorboard, little uh, even even like their movements, anything can set this off and you're just constantly on edge. Yeah, no, I totally agree. The elements of the, uh, just the set design and everything really work for this because they do live in a creaky old house. There are nails that come loose and things like that that will screw you over and they made that stuff scary, which is quite a feat. Yeah, and there's some stuff that I didn't see coming, which was uh, which was a nice addition to it. And again, it goes back to my, if a movie goes sets out to get a goal and it achieves that goal, I think it deserves to be commended. And it definitely applies to this movie here. Yeah, totally agree. Great movie. Number two, Paddington 2. Woo! One for each We're Paddington. Talking- Oh, yeah, we're talking this is prime children's movie, but it's not only a children's movie. It's enjoyable for the whole family, adults, children, all the same. It is such a feel-good movie that I just left with a huge smile on my face. It's wholesome. I feel like the ending, it kind of falls apart a little bit, but the prison and the way it's shot, uh, the comedy is always on point. It's just, you know, it's, it's Baddington, man. Come on. Yeah, I I can't picture anybody going to this movie and walking out not liking it. It just seems it just seems nigh impossible. It's such an enjoyable movie. Yeah, I it's definitely a huge uh huge improve I don't want to say improvement. It was just a huge surprise to me. Okay. So your number 1 steal. My number 1. Do you think you know what it is? I uh, is it some movie that I haven't seen? No, it's not actually. My so number one. I... A movie that you have seen. Oh and boy. Anime. Widows. It's Widows, baby. Oh, Widows, yeah. Woo. It's Holmes and Watson, everybody. Nah, it's Isle of Dogs. There you go. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you serious? No. <laughs> Holmes and Watson was okay. Isle of Dogs. Man. I this movie and Spider-Verse were very, very close. Um, they're both, I think it was interesting that my top two were both animated movies, but this was, I didn't feel a dull moment in this movie. I was enthralled the whole way through. And enthralled, I mean, like, I was far into it. And I think a lot of that is due to the writing. It's hilarious, but it's also very intense. The animation, it looks dirty, but it looks good. Like, they put a lot of attention to detail into this. And the score is fantastic. 
the characters are so likable, even though there's very, very little dialogue. Um, and it's weirdly political, and I don't even know what the message was. Like, there's politics, but they're, they're, I don't know, I don't know what they are. And I think that's brilliant. I think that that was an intentional thing by Wes Anderson. There's so many running gags. There's a lot of intense. There's even some action that's fairly intense. The only thing that might falter a bit is some of the human characters, but uh, they do pull everything together in the end. So even some of the human characters that I felt didn't have a role do end up having a role by the end of the movie, and everything just kind of ties itself together neatly, and it's uh, it has such a good ending, and uh, man, I loved this movie. Yeah, I agree with you on many points. I definitely commend it for it's juggling a lot of themes here, and it all yeah. plays into... Uh, you know, bringing it full circle at the end, it's a, it's a getting back home movie, and then it turns into a political thriller, and then it turns into a family movie. Yeah. There's only something like, for uh, Yeah, there's really something for everyone there. Yeah, especially appreciate the animation. I think stop motion needs to get more support. So. Yeah, totally agree. Do you know my number one, Steel? I do know your number one. John, you want to say it? You should say it because it's your number one. Yeah, I think I should. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's Baywatch. Oh, Baywatch, which came out the, in what? Like 2017? 2016. No, 2017. Uh-huh. Baywatch, movie of the year, baby. Zach mm-hmm. Efron's a beautiful person. Oh, yeah. That's not wrong. Uh, we know a Spider-Man, man. Yeah, of course it's Spider-Man. This movie hit all the emotional beats I was hoping it was for. The art style is just beautiful. It juggles all the themes that I want to see in a Spider-Man movie. Uh, I think Miles Morales is a really compelling character where I didn't know much going in. And I learned a lot in the movie and actually ended up liking him almost better than Peter Parker. Uh, I think he's just a great character design. Speaking of character design, come on. All these characters have something to do. Uh, my one critique on the characters is that the extra three, uh, that'd be Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, and uh, Penny Parker, they don't really have a place there, but it is a Spider-Verse movie, so they had to like bring in more characters. Yeah, I just think the movie could have done a little more tighter niche if it was just the three mains. Um, it made me cry, so you know yep. that's points again. Uh, I it could have flopped. It's Sony, man. Could have flopped. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But good thing it blew my expectations out of the water. Left with a huge smile on my face from beginning to end. Ended up really enjoying this one. Maybe one of my favorite movies of all time. Wow. High praise. We'll have to see on rewatch. Watch. We'll have to see yeah. on rewatch. That uh, made me cry too. Uh, best Stanley cameo. And I really like the point about the character design. Every character has a different sort of animation style based on what universe they're from, which is really cool to see all blended together. Uh, the villains are really cool too, actually. Let's not forget about them. A lot of famous Spider-Man villains that are really interesting, interesting new takes on those characters. Oh, yeah. yeah I definitely saw a lot of inventivity there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why it makes my number one this year. Great choice. I think we both had some great choices in there. Great list, you know? We had a fairly similar list for a lot of it, actually. Which is... uh, for most of it. But, I mean, the only ones that didn't overlap were ones we didn't see. Yeah. And that's it, actually. Yeah, wow. Wow. And that's the, the tooth. tooth. Yeah. 
All right, woo, we did it. We saved movies. We have saved the movies. We have saved the universe. And now we're going to go play Red Dead Redemption 2 again. Oh, that wait, that's me. I'm going to like go to bed or something. I know. I'll probably be on Red Dead for another two hours. Here's an additional honorable mention. Sorry to bother you. It was super weird. Go watch it. Uh, another honorable mention. Uh, let's see. You do another honorable mention. I'll find one. Okay. Upgrade. Upgrade was do a very it. fun movie, like uh, Venom, but better. Uh, do it. Yep. Do it. Do it again. Do it again. Oh boy. I wait. No. Nope. We're done. I got it. Bet. Uh, another honorable mention for me is uh, Happy Feet Two, movie of the year, man. What was that? Oh, Happy, Happy Feet Two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. The, great. the 2012 release of Happy Feet Two. I not only went through depression while watching this movie, I uh, I almost cried from just sheer horror of what I was watching. Yeah, uh, the best horror movie. But ever you know movie. what? But you know what? You're not gonna cry from Steel. What? I don't think it's possible crying. And liking our podcast on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. make sure to get us a review, give us a follow. It's on Spotify, too. Welcome. What's up, Spotify listeners? It's on Anchor, too. Give us an applause. Uh, follow if you like it. Always, you can send in suggestions of what you want to do. You can send us a video message. Uh, if your voice is raspy, we love that because my voice is raspy as well. Maybe we can bond over that. And you know what else we're going to bond over, Steel? What? We It's 2019, bro. Oh, it is almost 2019. What is yeah, that? Check out, our, check out our YouTube channel at Steel the Show. Thank you for listening. Do you have anything else to say, Steel? Um, no, I don't think so. We might do a, we'll definitely do a top 10 anticipated soon. Um, maybe a top 10 worst of 2018, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't think I saw mm-hmm. that many. Uh, I don't even mm-hmm. watch movies, honestly. I could do it. Well, you could do it because you are the worst movie ever. Haha, <laughs> 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 remember to steal the show! Steal the show. Woo!